You're listening to Creating a Universe, a Love Anarchy podcast hosted by William J. Rogers. On this show, we follow the journey of creatives, artists, and entrepreneurs who are making a name for themselves in the ever-evolving landscape of today's industry. Featuring an insight into both Love Anarchy and the Labaniverse music universe, as well as the individual projects and stories of each of our guests from the music industry and beyond. So whether you're a budding creative or simply interested in what goes on behind the scenes, this is the podcast for you. Hello and welcome to Creating the Universe. I'm your host, William J. Rogers. And today I am here with Angelic Soprano and lead vocalist of Unsolicited, Judith Erike. How's it going, Judith? Thank you, thank you. I'm very fine. It's very hot here, <laughs> although uh-huh. we are in northern Germany, but yeah, it's summer. We had uh, a horrible flooding two days ago here. We had um, oh, severe no. thunder and lightning, yes. And uh, the whole city was flooded, actually. But um, I mean, we live uh, under the rooftop, and so um, nothing was damaged and um, yeah, quite good. But but at work, every second colleague had uh, their cellar flooded or the house. Oh, my. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Wow. Sorry to hear that. That sounds intense. <laughs> yeah, but now it's okay. So now it feels like nothing ever happened because sun is out and we've got 25 or 26 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and for God's sake, nobody was harmed. So it's okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Thank God for that. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, we've got about the same here, about 26 degrees or something. I mean, for us in Northern Europe, at least that's uh, rather, yeah. rather warm. <laughs> yes. Yes. It is. But we have to get used to it. <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. That was cool though. Um, so let's, uh, let's, um, kick things off for, for people that are listening and, um, might not be aware of who you are. Would you be able to give a bit of an introduction just as to who you are and the various things that you do? Sure. Um, I am Judith, um, singer or more, I like to say, vocalist of Unsolicited. Mm-hmm. And um, I sometimes I write the lyrics or help writing lyrics. And yeah, this is what I do. And I also do all the merch and social media work for the band. Nice. <laughs> yeah, but I like it and it's quite fun. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Well, yeah, that's a big that's a big job, isn't it? A big part of it these days, all, all of the social media stuff and the merch and yes, it's yeah. really unbelievable how much time it takes. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you have to be so constant with postings and so on. And this is yeah, it's very exhausting. It's not mm-hmm. about the music anymore, it's just about uh be present. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, a bit about, you know, music is one of the things in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, um, so for people that don't know, then, um, Unsolicited, you released uh, your debut album, Reflections, right, just just this year, I, um, I believe? Yes. Yes, we uh, released our debut album uh, March 30. Nice. And uh, actually, it was supposed to um, be released one year ago. But um, yeah, life is life. And um, some of our band members um, became parents and uh, have little babies, you know, and house. And um, yes, I mean, it's it takes time. And so so we had some some technical problems on our way. And, you know, you can't just plan anything. So and Mm -hmm. we're not pros. So it was okay. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, uh, cool. But I mean, the, you know, it might might have got a little delayed, but the album is uh, really awesome. Um, 
so yeah, just just been out for a few months then. Um, like, I mean, how would you personally describe the music if somebody hasn't heard it before? I would describe our music as a more as symphonic rock than metal. Nice. Because I think we are quite soft. Um, some songs are harder and some are really, really soft. And mm -hmm. um, but it's it's due to to Florian's composing because uh, our band leader and composer Florian writes mm -hmm. most of the songs and he wrote the most songs already 20 years ago. And 20 they, years ago. Yes, yeah, some wow. one or two songs are really, really old. And he was really um considering if he they are gonna make it to the album because they are quite different from the sound to the others. One of them is Girl of Mystery. Um mm -hmm. and it's very this rock and roll sound, you know, and quite different to the other ones. But yeah, it made it and we like it very much and the radio stations too. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, it was quite cool and um, he wrote the songs and in the pandemic he was like, okay, um, I don't want to be the songs only to be on my computer. They are too good to be only there. They have to be heard. Mm -hmm. And um, he asked me if I wanted to join the project. I was uh, on musical market uh, in the, on the internet. Mm -hmm. I had myself there. But when he first sent me demos i wasn't convinced at all <laughs> yeah. Nice. I was okay. like, oh, yeah yeah it's quite nice but mm, something's missing it's not not hard enough so <laughs> and um i had an obligation with another project because i uh, gave my voice to ashton android which is a gothic dance project and oh, wow. so I was, so I was uh, in studio and recording. And so I was just, oh, I'm fulfilled with one project and don't have time for another one. So, okay. And one year later, he asked me again. <laughs> and then he sent me demos again. And they were, yes, they were nice uh, because he put some, um, he, he put a voice on. There was a singer, a uh, girl who sang mm -hmm. the, the songs, the demos, and it was really nice. And then he sent me an email where he wrote which great guest musicians would be or would take part on the album. Mm -hmm. And it was, um, for example, Reggie Worthy, uh, the mm -hmm. bass player. He already played uh, tours with Tina Turner. Mm -hmm. So he's the basis of Tina Turner. Um, and uh, on the other hand, Herbie Langhans. And Herbie mm -hmm. is known for Firewind and Avantasia. Mm -hmm. He sings songs with Tobias Summit and so on. And I wrote, wow, Herbie Langhans. And I was supposed to sing a duet or some duets with him. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, this is the chance. <laughs> I got to take it. <laughs> nice. I got to take it. <laughs> and... Um, so I was convinced quite easily, and um, I say, yeah, I said yes. Um, let's let's have a try. And so we, I spent the pandemic actually in uh, Florian's wardrobe or in the wardrobe <laughs> of his his yeah. wife. The DIY vocal it. booth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, and so we recorded the first songs. Yes. Wow. Fantastic. And so, yeah, that was quite fantastic and a good good reason to get the time over in the boring pandemic mm -hmm. and um, actually all the musicians we all recorded remotely mm -hmm. um, or in Florian's um, 
home studio. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and we, it did take some months uh, until we should meet all and, and uh, get to know each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> but yeah, it worked. Makes sense. Yeah. Cool. I mean, are you guys um, like close together still? It was just because of the pandemic or are you guys kind of spread out? No, um, we're quite uh, close together. We're friends. Yes, it's a nice. wonderful group of people. And uh, I think it's not very often that you make such close friends with mm -hmm. your band. I mean, it should be like this. Yes, mm -hmm. but it's quite harmonic. And uh, also, I love our pianist, Sarah. She's such a sweet lady. Nice. And we uh, we have so many uh, food dinners uh, here oh, <laughs> in our hometown. And uh Yes, uh, no, it's really a, a little family. So, um, yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Awesome, what? yes. So are you guys all living in the same town? Or? Yeah, quite, quite. So um, I wouldn't say the the hardcore of the band is our composer, Sarah mm -hmm. and me. And um, we have some alternate cast because nice. our drummer, Adrian, and our guitarist, uh, Maxi, they have obligations with other bands who play mm. on festivals. So they are very, very busy. And um, at the moment, Florian's brother, Michael, is playing the drums for us when we do rehearsals. Mm -hmm. And uh, Adrian, but Adrian is very, very uh, great in mixing. So he did all the mixing and mastering for the album. Yeah, that's handy. Oh. Yeah good, yeah, good to have on your team. That's really, really great. And but what we still miss is a bass player. <laughs> right. Uh -huh. Yes. So, so at the moment, yeah. At the moment, we we still rehearse only acoustic um, sets. Oh. Um, wow. Yes. Yeah. We transformed all the songs to acoustic versions uh, to nice. be able to play um, at venues. And so. Acoustic is possible, uh, only Florian and me, guitar and singer. And everyone who is at it is awesome, <laughs> you know, but uh -huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. this is just a very minimalistic way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's no other possibility at the moment for us. I see. That's really cool, though, because I mean, that says a lot, I think, about your musical style. Um, because, you know, I remember once being told by uh, somebody, a great producer, but not somebody who didn't really work with metal and they told me that like you can always tell how good a song is by like bringing it down to just acoustic you know mm -hmm. if you can just play it with an acoustic guitar and sing and and it's and it sounds good like that then it's a good song and i think that with metal that can be a bit different because depending on the style it may just not work in that <laughs> in that context. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah. And I gotta say credits to Florian because he's such a great composer. And mm -hmm. I think he has got a great influence by his parents because his parents, uh, he lives in a, in a musical family and his nice. parents wrote German pop songs just like Helene Fischer or nice. some kind. Yeah. And uh, this, this wow. uh, pop... Um, I think this is really a big influence for him. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he's always, the way is of composing is always, he's writing a song and then he sends it to me and then he's got to say, okay, tell me what you think. And so we just, we just mock him a little bit sometimes because he's like the ballad king. <laughs> he's always writing ballads. Oh, nice. yeah. <laughs> and, and I am happy about every power metal or faster song he's writing. So. Nice. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So he showed me a song last week and this is really fast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah, but his ballads are really amazing too. But sometimes we say, you know, Florian, you can dare to get a little harder, please. (laughs) We're a metal band at least. (laughs) Yeah. But I I do think that the sound, the sound is quite diverse. I think there, there is a really nice core there. And as you say, you guys are very melodic. Um, but you know, over the album, you, you know, it's there's it's just eight tracks on the album, um, but they, they, there's quite a lot of dynamics going on there, and you do have faster songs and slower songs, but also you have ones where there's a lot of harsh vocals and things yeah. like that. You have ones where you're duetting with Herbie Langens, as you said, which um, is fantastic. Um, and as you say, like Girl of Mystery, more like kind of rock and track. I really yeah. like that track. I thought it kind of broke the album up nicely. Thank so you. there is quite a lot of dynamic there yes of course but the next songs i can tell you they will be more harmonic and more the whole album will be fit together really um and we found a style i think or florian found the style Mm -hmm. and um you know he knows my way to sing now and he can adapt to it and i can adapt to him and uh, just as our uh, keyboard and and guitar does and yeah mm-hmm. yeah i suppose i suppose that's the way you can kind of re- start to refine a sound by the sounds of it this album was made up of material that's kind of spread out over years and it's kind of been pieced together almost yes Yes, of course. And we left out two songs. Um, So it would have been 10 songs, actually, but um, we weren't quite um, happy with them. And so we got to work on them again and they Mm -hmm. will make it then to the next album. Yes. So they will be the oldies on our next album. (laughs) Yes. Cool. So, I mean, so it's it's kind of come out of the pandemic, which obviously... um, you know, there was, you guys are kind of being more socially distanced and stuff as everyone. Um, you've got into the project more uh, and then you've put this album together. Um, yes. So you said that you kind of, you rehearse acoustically. So you you meet up and, and do that, I suppose. Um, like, is is performing live together as a band a part of your guys' plans or uh, is it more of a studio project? How do you see it? Yeah, actually it started as a studio project Mm -hmm. and um, at the moment I really would say um, it is more a studio project because of the family situations of the band members and of the missing bassist and so on. Um, Mm -hmm. um, I would love to go on stage because I'm such a stage Pig, we say in Germany. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the the, the English uh, word for it. <laughs> um, but and 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 I think the other ones would love too. But yeah, it's it's really hard to to find uh, appointments to where we can rehearse together. This is yeah. not quite regularly possible. We try every second week actually, but it's not working all the time. Yeah. yeah. But, and then we start again, and then we have to rehearse again every song. You know, you start yeah, yeah. <laughs> when yeah. there is such a big gap every time you start anew. And yeah, it can be kind of frustra- frustrating. But now I've got the feeling we're getting better and better. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, everyone is rehearsing their parts at home. I mean, I sing the songs, I learn the lyrics. And um, yeah, 
now, for example, uh, there is a christening next week and um, we play at the christening in wow. church. So, <laughs> but yeah, but it's like uh, unsolicited, cool unsolicited goes Disney, right? <laughs> but <laughs> but anyway, it's, it's fun. And of course we're musicians and we want to play. And so we play at church. So <laughs> yeah. Wow. Sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right, so you are getting out there with your acoustic set then. Yeah, um, there is a little gig planned for November. Mm. Um, we have a nice art gallery here around the corner, and they make um, every last Friday in the, in the month, they have an artist uh, evening, and there is live music, and they asked us to play there. So it's mm. really a small venue, but it's a nice um, occasion. And yeah. Cool. We're going to play maybe a, a metal Christmas song, acoustic or so, <laughs> because it's yeah. been almost Christmas time. Me metal acoustic. It's almost like you're going to metal it up and then unmetal it again. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's magic. <laughs> nice. Oh, you know, in music is everything possible as long as it's fun. And I think uh -huh. we're out of this stereotypical um, world um, you know, I, I sometimes have to fight um, with my look because I'm not black haired, I'm not pierced <laughs> and um, no tattoos. And uh, everyone is like, OK, you sing metal like you're a Barbie. But no, I'm not such a Barbie, you know. <laughs> and then I start singing and they are going to say, OK, where does this come out uh, of you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, I'm. I think we maybe kind of slightly touched on it, but like in terms of your actual voice as well, like, again, I'm just thinking if anybody hasn't heard you before, um, I mean, you, you generally sing with like quite a lyrical operatic yes. um, style, right? So it's not like you're necessarily singing like very rough, heavy metal no, no. singer vibes. <laughs> no, no, of course not. I tried rolling once, but my um, vocal teacher was like, oh my God, you can't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she, she can't believe it or some of the uh, she's in, a, in an opera choir and uh, here at the theater and I think they don't know um, that you can combine it so um, mm -hmm. I'm really excited I, I booked uh, myself for the lesson with um, with David tomorrow oh and, yeah David Arkerson uh -huh. yes right and I'm really excited and uh, because he's got so much more skills i guess in the mixing or in uh, that it's possible to grow and and to sing classical yeah but yes. i'm originally classical trained and i've got a classical education but um for belting for pop songs i've got now a new vocal teacher because yeah okay. they 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 don't know how to combine it somehow i don't know why yeah right yeah <laughs> cool yeah i mean i suppose it's mm, almost like uh I, I, it's that Nightwish phenomena, right, where, um, you know, these styles kind of came together. And ever since then, it's sort of become more and more popular and common and, you know, singers blending these techniques more and more. Ultimately, it just creates a more advanced style in a way. You know, it's more yes. expressive to be able to cover more ground. So, Yes, of course. To that time, it was absolutely new. And when I listened to the Nightwish uh, album, I think it was Oceanborn. Um, nice. I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. This is what I love. This is metal combined with classic singing. And uh, it was so new. And uh, then years and years after, so many singers copied it, of course. And uh, 
I copied it too, but I was singing classical before. So mm -hmm. actually the great inspiration was uh, Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it is the musical I've seen the most, uh, like five or six times. And um, yeah, and then I, this was my, my classical inspiration. And uh, yeah, then there came Nightwish. And I was, when I was a teenager, I listened to him. I oh, had yeah. this. I had a gothic time where I painted my hair black or dyed my hair black. <laughs> and um, yeah, I was always with black makeup, like gothic emo. And <laughs> yeah, but it helped me, you know, to get through that teenage time. Uh -huh. um, because I had always to do with bullying at school. Um, I was always the largest and the skinniest girl in school. Oh, and okay. um, yeah, so I... I decided to make myself an outsider because I felt comfortable or I was seeking a role or something that would comfort me. And this was music and mm -hmm. that was Gothic music. And this is so funny because one of the first CDs I bought was uh, a black metal CD, uh, a Gather Damon. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, I just went into the music store with my mom. In that small town, we were living there and um, I just went for the cover that looked very nice. It was just a blue background with an angel on it. And I was like, oh, nice. This is a metal CD. I'm going to buy it. And then I put it into the CD player at home <laughs> and I was like, not completely what I expected, but that's uh, nice. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm committed now. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm quite unlimited for uh, music taste. So that was Amazing. no problem. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, there is something about that, like having that physical CD, because in this day and age where you're yeah. skipping through everything, you yes. might hear a few seconds and be like, oh, next. You know, whereas yeah. the fact that you bought that CD and you had it there, you're going to sit there and listen to the whole thing and take it in more and, you know, yes. makes it more yeah, of an experience that way. Yeah, I agree totally. And uh, you could watch the, the pictures and you could uh, just read the lyrics and you had all in once. And yeah, it was nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of kind really sad that that this is going to die. This. Uh, yeah, I suppose stuff. it's it exists still, but more more as a novelty, I suppose, like it's it's for that collector's experience rather than the standard commercial way to consume music, I suppose. Yeah. So, you know, it's still there for those of us who cherish that, you know. <laughs> you you mean for the old ones? <laughs> yeah, I suppose, yeah, perhaps. Perhaps that's it, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I, as, as we go on to the topic then, I'm keen to, like, get the full context. So from what I gather, you're, you have had, like, classical training as a singer, and you've done some theatre stuff, and um, and you also are into metal. So then you had this kind of moment where these paths crossed. Um, so that's awesome. But like, if we go all the way back to the beginning, then when did you like first get into music? Uh, I think I got first into music, like when I was three or four years old, because I was always oh. singing and I was always dancing um, at kindergarten or at primary school. And I don't know if you read the, the homepage of Unsolicited, but my first mm -hmm. gig was uh, at third grade, I think. And wow. uh, I was watching Disney movies at home with my sister, of course, all the time. And uh, then Ariel came out, The Little Mermaid. And um, I think it was carnival in school. And I was like 
I was really brave and I said to the others, okay, boys and girls, please sit down. I'm going <laughs> to sing you something now. <laughs> and then I sang uh, a part of your world. And um, it was really funny because my teacher later, years later, she still told me, told me about it and how <laughs> I was smiling. And she was like, that was so sweet <laughs> because she can remember how how happy this made me to to get wow. there and on stage and yeah sing something <laughs> wow that's that's beautiful so that was yes. that that's that's you at your core then your that's your the kickoff yeah, yes. yeah that was yeah. the start so thanks to alan menken and the aerial score <laughs> yes wow yeah disney movies makes a lot of sense like i think that you you have um i would say that you have like a really perfect voice for musical theater you know you you have like a really crystal clear tone and um you know you uh enunciate like very very well and very clearly so it it's it's really got that theatrical kind of voice it makes sense that you kind of grew up on disney movies and yeah. this kind of thing <laughs> thank you thank you very much yeah i'm also very into musicals i love them and um, I always wanted to be a musical actor, indeed. And um, uh, and I um, did. I, I was at a musical workshop at Famous Stage School in Hamburg one weekend when nice. I was fifteen or sixteen, and they would have taken me right away for singing and for acting, but not for dancing because. <laughs> I'm oh. not such a good dancer or I wasn't to the time. And mm -hmm. well, I got to say, I didn't have the confidence. I was just little, sh uh, just a little girl and very shy. And that was this time uh, at school where I was bullied and uh, my gothic time. And I was just, okay, I don't want to um, take so much place and so much space here yeah, uh, yeah. to to perform. So yeah, I was actually really behind my my skill or behind my talent or just i was just hiding behind and um yeah but actually it's sad but uh nowadays i try to to realize my dream you know and it's never too too late and you're never too old for it mm -hmm. and uh, to that time my father always said oh, theater and stage you gotta learn a real job you know <laughs> Right, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're we're a family where everybody has got um, a real job, or yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Germany as well, especially, is quite a systematic country, right? Oh yes, <laughs> we are. <laughs> and that's not, that's not always great. And so, well, I ended up in health uh, system, and I'm a worker at hospital now. And I can yes. say to my dad, well, I don't earn much money now too so i yeah. would have been would have been happier maybe at theater but uh, actually i love my job and mm, um nice. and i try to combine um my my vocal passion with um therapy because from next year on i want to do a further education as a vocal therapist and wow. um yes and i would like to go into the vocal coach thing and also vocal therapist because we can use it in hospital for stroke patients or so you know wow and yes and so this is a thing i follow my heart because now i'm kind of bored you know just being <laughs> a doctor's secretary or a doctor's assistant mm. uh, i want to do more with my voice and yeah it will be really exciting i think 
Sounds it sounds very interesting and uh, yeah, really cool. I also used to um, work in in a hospital too. too oh, so nice! <laughs> I know I know somewhat how that goes, but um, that's fascinating about the vocal therapy. That's really really mm -hmm. cool. Would you be able to maybe tell us a bit more about that and like how what how would you heal a stroke patient? You know what 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 are these kind of therapeutic benefits of this process? Yeah, you know, I'm not quite uh, deep into the whole topic and mm -hmm. I don't want to tell you wrong things. But um, when you do this further education, there is also included a trainer, a trainer to be a trainer for um, muscle relaxation uh, and meditation, which is, um, you know, they teach the whole thing. That is the whole chain, relaxation, the the body have to has to be um, relaxed and then the jaw relaxes and, you know, the tunes come out mm -hmm. easily. I know this is uh, the same thing you got teached in, in vocal lessons and in vocal um, school. So, mm -hmm. but you can also use it for stroke patients, um, which is much more difficult, of course, but um, we also have um, patients who they have problems with their larynx or mm. they are very tight here and there are special massage techniques and so on. Um, mm. I can tell you, I can tell you so much about it because mm -hmm. it's starting for me next uh, year. So sure, uh, sure. we can talk again if you like, so I can uh, get you more yeah. information. But yeah, I'm really, really excited and uh, it feels right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh no. It sounds sounds really really cool. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess I was more just getting the idea of the the overall angle. So I suppose it's more like it's a kind of thing where you're where you're getting, for example, a stroke patient to sing. You know, you're kind of almost coaching them to sing because then by them yeah. singing, it kind of relaxes their their body. Is that right? Yeah, right. Um, not only I think with the stroke patients is a bit, little bit different, but we we have also I work uh, at a ward. We have uh, pain therapy. Um, we have the patients who suffer from chronic pain, and mm. for them it is important to uh, relax and just to let go of feelings and um, to have mm. special treatments with vitamin infusion and so on and um they also need meditation and i uh, got a request by a friend um who has got um who is a coach for also hypnosis and so on and she mm. was like okay judith uh, i've got this meditation uh, women's circle and they would love to learn to sing and i couldn't imagine oh. any better person than you uh, to to come to to our group once a week and to to get into this meditation singing or so this is quite oh. uh sound yeah it sounds like a ritual or so so um yeah very cool yes can be very good i guess <laughs> yeah i think that's a that's a fascinating topic so in a in an instance like that would you get some sort of meditational drone type of music going and then everybody just sings like what whatever they feel like or yeah maybe and we do this uh i i did this before with my vocal coach just by uh let all the muscles go and just shake yourself and just sigh, mm. just sigh off what happened this week. Just nice. sigh off the pain, just uh, scream it out. Yeah. Uh, just mm -hmm. uh, let loose. Um, and this can be difficult for many people and mm. this can be quite challenging, but it is really a relief. Amazing. Yeah. So I understand, I think that it all kind of comes to this topic of like catharsis, like you're using the voice as a, as a catharsis to just release tension and yeah. and um 
as you say, like, especially you might be bottling a lot of stuff up that you can't express, but I suppose yeah. by singing, you're able to kind of express things without necessarily having to articulate words and etc. Yes, that's right. But on the other hand, I um, also recognize when I'm having a bad week where I'm really down or um, I have so much to do at work and um, I talked the whole day, then I'm not able to sing very well in the evening. And mm. you have to have a good connection with your body and with your belly um, yeah. to to let the tune slow, to let it all mm. slow. And uh, you have to connect it have to be connected with your body and it doesn't work if you're not. So uh, mm. this is quite important that we stretch before singing. And yeah, mm. I guess uh, every vocal teacher could tell you more about this now, but uh, it makes so much sense. And um, when we're just tight or when we, we are uh, sitting on the computer uh, mostly all the time like this, we just... Mm -hmm put up our shoulders and we're sitting like this all the day and then all the muscles mm -hmm. here are tense and tight and but we don't want this right mm -hmm. <laughs> and there is so much different when you take the time for a proper stretching or a proper massage um yeah for singing it's really a benefit mm -hmm. so singing is not just singing there is so much more behind <laughs> yes Yeah, I, I really, I really find that fascinating as a topic, especially because, like in the music world, I think that to some degree it's relevant, no matter what you're doing. But with singing, it's like a whole other level because it, it's your voice, it's like your biology. You have to keep yourself in in good form. So it's it's a very holistic topic, I think. Yes, yes, it is really. But it's uh, interesting and it's fun, and especially when you see how you developed yourself over the years. And mm -hmm. when I see the first videos from my first band um, on stage, I'm like, oh my God, who is this person? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. no technique, no vocal technique, just sure, throw yeah. it all out. And yes, but I mean, this is how we grow, right? And Exactly. Uh, That's how we want it. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Be better than, you know, looking back thinking, oh, I was better then. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, that would be least... a problem. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's, it's better. It's better to grow. So... Yeah, that's 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 really really interesting. So, okay then to to kind of like pull it back, I want to I want to try and like get a picture of of the whole story here. Then, so um, we know where you're at now, and and singing with Unsolicited and stuff, and we know that you started by performing your uh, Disney concert <laughs> in third grade. <laughs> so, where does it go from there? Like, what were your next steps from being like a small child singing? You know to carry through to your musical journey up until now yes um okay we had the little uh aerial thing and nice. then uh, i just continued joining all the musical classes in in school and all the rock and roll groups you can see uh all the the written uh things of my teachers it was always like okay judas took part at rock and roll group this year judas took part at theater uh, theater group or choir group this year so nice. it's really funny when you read all the uh, old stuff and yeah i was was always trying to to be with music and to um or acting like mm -hmm. theater um 
Yes. So, so it continued un, until I think I was in seventh or eighth grade. And then I had my first little girl band, um, which started as a school band, of course. But we had a really, really talented girl there. I think she was like two or three years older and she wrote her own songs and she was very talented. Um, I haven't heard about her um, actually, which is quite sad, but um, she wrote her songs and one of our teachers really um, was pushing us to go on stage and to record an album. And so we recorded a little um, album uh, at home uh, where she lived and it was like six or seven songs. And I mean, the sound was awful and the production too, but it was uh, yeah. important for us and it was fun. And it was just the first getting in touch with the uh, studio or with singing in the studio. And um, yeah, we had some small gigs at school and all the school uh, festivities, you know. And then it went along with, um, yeah, there was some some kind of gap. Um, when I had this Gothic phase or this Gothic time, um, when I felt not that good. But uh, then I was like, I had a good friend of mine and she was playing keyboard. And I was listening to metal to the time. Mm -hmm. And um, I was, I think, I think I was 16 then or 17. And um, we were at upper grade in school and um, Claudia and me were just thinking, okay, who from the boys in our school look metal? So, and two boys with long hair came to our mind. Uh, the one is my husband now. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> and, and just uh, during a break, I, I went over to them and I was like, uh, excuse me, you look like musicians. Do you play metal? And they were like, uh, Yes, and we are looking for a singer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And that, yes, this was Fated. just such a great coincidence, or I don't know if I felt it, or I don't know. It's so, such a great story every time yeah. I, I um, talk about it. And uh, then they went home, and I think it was, or, or did I just talk to my husband? It's so long ago, I, I don't know exactly, but it was, the story continued um in the afternoon he went to his best friend who was playing the guitar and he just went over to him and just said we've got a singer <laughs> <laughs> the band Amazing. is complete the band yeah. is complete and um that was our first real band and the name was quite harsh uh we were sudden suicide and nice. <laughs> yeah 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 but the music was really symphonic metal like the nightwish so um wow, great. and we wrote our own songs um and they were good and we um we won some band contests here in in our region in our area and we played um some gigs here at uh not so great venues you know <laughs> so um but in our area where we live, we have no such big city here around. And yeah. uh, I mean, 
there are not so many venues where you can play. So you mm -hmm. have to play on all the summer city festivals, you know, yeah. <laughs> just, just after a pop band, you're going to play your symphonic metal set. Okay. But, <laughs> but the, the people Next like is sun suicide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was so funny because yeah. there was, uh, I don't know if you know the band Marquez, I think Marquez is like such uh, like, Spain vacation music, you know, <laughs> very salsa-like. <laughs> and then after that, we nice. now it dies. <laughs> now it dies. <laughs> yeah. Your time is over. And uh, no, but yeah. I, you know, you you just want to play, and so it doesn't matter where because you have to take or you have to get the stage experience. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it it was fun, nevertheless, and. We organized um, concerts ourselves uh, here um, at some youth centers and so on because uh, we had a nice network then with other bands playing with us um, kind of often. And yes, it was fun time. But uh, then, you know, um, we all went to, to studying and so on. And so it was the end of the band. And um, mm -hmm. it, it's not always fun because it was a bit, little bit complicated, you know, you always have to do compromise. And um, I got to yeah. say now with unsolicited, it is really, really harmonic. And uh, we all are so fine and well with each other, but maybe we are now old enough or uh, we know what yeah. we want and can yeah. articulate it clearly. And mm -hmm. uh, we, we can speak out now what's, what's the problem or so, but I think it wasn't to that time. And uh, we were too many individuals. So but I still remember it as a great time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sounds it. We, yeah, we got to have those experiences. You know, it's uh, <laughs> so it's all about that, like this kind of teenage bands. You know, um, yeah. I mean, there's always that though, these like sort of interpersonal politics that that kind of goes with the territory of being a teenager and stuff as well. You know. Yes, so. but you know, I think uh, really only few bands make it uh, through this problems through all, uh -huh. through all through all the ego and all uh -huh. um, that you have to adapt to the others and you have to take compromise. And I think um, not many bands make it. So uh, yeah. I guess it's a common problem many bands have. And, have you uh, um, have you seen the Metallica documentary? Some kind of no, monster? no, no. But but uh, Michael, our drummer, told me about it, and yeah, uh, yeah. he said that the drummer was such an asshole. Or yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so it's just it's just all all egos and arguments and interpersonal politics, and they have like a band therapist, basically. You know, this dude that is you know getting a pay, paid a lot to sit there and just like try and take the whole band through mm -hmm. therapy, and then it's. Uh, it's it's funny to watch. It's, it's funny to watch, but they sort it out in the end, and they kind of managed to work through it, and they're still going now, you know. But uh, it's yeah, certainly well, I, funny I to guess... see like the biggest band ever in metal, you know, uh, also going through this, you know. <laughs> yeah, of course, but I don't know, you know, I don't know what might makes with the people. So um, I think they were maybe before kind. They had a big ego also before, but it then comes out after you got some might or, um, yeah. yes, <laughs> um, you need really friends or a family who takes you down and says, okay, now calm down. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're just a musician, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're not God. Right. And, uh, yeah, maybe if that fails, you just, um, you have your head in the clouds all the time. <laughs> mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it, it does, is your husband still play music? 
Uh, unfortunately not. Um, he's more Fair into enough. board games and so on. And nice. uh, he's fulfilled with his board game groups and so on and magic. And uh, cool. yeah, no, he, he we have a, a drum kit here and um, electric nice. drum kit here. Uh, he plays from time to time, but um, he doesn't want to have the obligation to to go to band rehearsal one or two two weeks yeah. so um mm-hmm. it's okay it's totally understandable yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think that that's it's an interesting thing it's different for different people but yeah. i do understand more and more so actually people that have this kind of opinion that they like having music as a hobby because then then you actually get to enjoy it you know <laughs> because if you're trying to like um if you're really trying to make something with it it's so difficult <laughs> yes that it can really get demoralizing and and take the enjoyment out of it if you're not careful yeah exactly and uh, i mean it's the chance that you really get um famous is so small so you got to focus on enjoying the music and uh, what i enjoy most about it i think is just getting to know so many awesome people just like here in the group now and uh, to connect and to to talk about experience and to grow through it and um i think this is sort of the best part of it yes mm-hmm. yeah i i think that for this reason as well it's 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 really good to be online you know there's pros and cons right but Luckily for you, like this story led to you meeting your husband, which is absolutely wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this thing where how like if you want to form a band, there's like maybe two people <laughs> in your school that is an option, you know? Yes. It makes yes. things difficult, you know. Luckily yeah, I that mean... worked for you, but <laughs> you know, for the most part, it's it's quite difficult to manage. Yeah, you're right. I mean, okay. I mean, metal is not very common or it wasn't to the time. Mm-hmm. But um, I think nowadays at school, you find more people who listen to metal or at least like um, like uh, hardcore or something like this. Um, yeah. But to that time, there were musicians, but uh, yeah, like like pop song musicians, you know, yeah. who were in school band and that was quite boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and they just play their normal set and it's not very difficult what what they have to play and they don't want to challenge themselves and you have to find people who want to write their own songs uh, even if they're Mm -hmm. not good because i always think okay uh we wrote so many songs and so many were bad but if (laughs) from from, from three (laughs) songs one is good now it's great yeah (laughs) exactly yeah yeah and um yeah this is the nice thing about uh unsolicited and florian so when uh, I got an idea or uh, a singing line in mind, I can tell him or send him and say, okay, can we just put it in somewhere? Is there any space for it? And uh, mostly it works. Yes, this is cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So, I mean, as you say, it's quite harmonious in the band. And I suppose that's because everyone sort of knows where they stand. And um, you're able to contribute creatively like that, even though you know that he's kind of got the base covered yeah. but then if you contribute something like that he's able to incorporate it and so sounds like a harmonious balance between you. yes and and you know nobody is is nobody has got a problem that florian is the composer and then that he writes the songs that is just yeah. okay because it, works, it takes yeah. something off our shoulders so he mm-hmm. does the work <laughs> okay and we just yeah. have to to add our voices or our instruments and mm-hmm. uh nobody ever um 
wants something to change or i mean we can talk about it uh, he's quite open uh, for it um, if somebody doesn't like a riff or a part then of course uh, we can change or i didn't like one song because the the singing line was just so hectical and i was just like singing is my cardio <laughs> it was, <laughs> you know yeah. so, uh, and i didn't like my singing and the part and so we're just working again on it And um, because I have to feel comfortable and at least I have to sing it. So, um, yeah. and I, I don't want to collapse on uh, stage. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I do, these kinds of things are always like you have to put into practice, whether it's vocals or as well. When I'm, I've always thought about that with orchestra because you can compose an orchestra in MIDI and it's like you can get these people to do anything that you want but if you actually give this line to a trumpeter then like you didn't give them a single chance to breathe in like <laughs> yeah and they've, and they've like passed out by this point in the song you know so yeah. <laughs> right 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 <laughs> you, it's things there's things that are good in theory and then when you put them in practice you got to make sure it actually works right <laughs> yes i can really relate because florian always writes the singing lines a little bit too high for me and this is because i'm all i'm uh, only a mezzo soprano and not a soprano and uh, he's like oh you judas you will get it you will get it of course <laughs> i mean i love that he's trusting me <laughs> so much <laughs> and he's yeah. uh, he's so believing in me and in my skills but um, i'm always like i don't know if i get that higher it wouldn't be so good for my voice no yeah. <laughs> but yeah sometimes then we adapt and it's okay then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so for the most part does he like does he write the melodies and the vocal lines and and like some lyrics or what how does that process normally work yes um mostly he he's got uh, the arrangement on the computer he is writing a melody and uh, puts all the orchestration around it he loves orchestra <laughs> and he yeah. always puts on uh, all in <laughs> for the for the whole instruments and um Sometimes I think they are a little bit too loud, but not too much. Um, but <laughs> he really loves it and uh, we love it too. And the fun thing about it is, is actually how our band name um, developed because um, unsolicited is uh, unsoul, the word in it. Yes. So it is a word game, as you know, wordplay. And um, he chose unsolicited because he did all the orchestration and all the instrument on the computer, you know? <laughs> So it's just uh, played no without, <laughs> there's no soul on it. And this is how he came up to the band name, Unsolicited. Yeah. But then you came and added the soul, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we just were, were kidding. Okay, Flo, do we have to to just choose another name now? Now, with Solicited or Solicited? <laughs> with soul. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool, cool. But you did mention that you write, Uh, lyrics or like some of the lyrics and things like that so will he often give you like vocal lines and then yes. you write lyrics to those lines yes yes uh, this is how it works uh, sometimes he's just uh, okay judas can you just listen to the song and if you got an idea for lyrics go ahead just okay and uh, then we just i put my ideas on paper and he puts his ideas on paper and then we meet and then we uh, sometimes we just um, put it together and Or put mm. the best words together, how it works. Yeah, this is uh, quite fun and very easy. Yeah. And and when he so when the when in the demos, I suppose the melodies are being demonstrated. Does he like sing scratch tracks himself, or is he using some instrument for that? 
Yeah, he uh, both. Um, he once sang uh, with his brother in an a cappella band. Uh, really? Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are really good in singing uh, second and third voices. It's perfectly for life. <laughs> wow, cool. So, mm -hmm. and uh, so it's easy for him to just uh, sing a voice and uh, just to know for me how it uh, should sound or yeah. But I think he takes also instrumental voice uh, or com computer voice as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it sounds like pretty pretty solid process you guys got down. Yeah, really, really nice. Um, I know as well that there was, you mentioned that you were doing a project before. So between Sun Suicide, that's when you were like late teens, I guess. Yes, um, yes, like 18, 19, and then it was over. Mm -hmm. And then there was a gap because, uh, you know, we were full in education, um, work and studying stuff and there wasn't much time left for music for band but um, I was always singing you know always taking lessons or just singing for myself and um, then we had another little band but I it was actually just playing in our old band room at my my parents-in-law you know and uh, it was just covering songs and it was not really a band. It was actually just for fun and we didn't have any gigs, but mm -hmm. it was good for us to just stay in music and to keep it going, you know, keep keep it practicing. And I think it was like four years or three years. I mean, oh yes, we had some gigs then in the end, but it was complicated because we had two guys, our... Um, we had two guitarists um, and they actually didn't like the music we we made and yeah. uh, they didn't like the that I was the front woman they yeah it was kind of difficult with them and um, they wanted to play like punk rock and you know they could have said <laughs> they could have said before because it's really a different music from the uh -huh. stuff we did but um, we were actually pretty clear. I thought that we say, okay, we want to play symphonic metal or like nitrish, okay, and I, I yeah. can't uh, play punk rock. <laughs> or it's like, pretty much the other end of the spectrum of guitar music. Yes, yes, kind <laughs> of. And you know, the riffs and all, it was kind of very easy what they play, and they wanted to play music where they can play everywhere with it at any venue, and which is very common. And, yeah. um, yeah, this was not us mm -hmm. and, you know, you have to be authentic and, um, you just mm -hmm. lie to yourself when you play music you don't like, and it doesn't, and you don't do it that properly. I mean, it's just sounding bad, um, because What's the point? Yeah. it's not with the whole heart. Right. And so it was better. We, we canceled the whole thing. And, um, then there was again, um, a lot of time when I was only taking lessons and singing for myself and I, but I had obligations at work. Um, I had, I got the, a better position at work and so on. And I, I was throwing myself fully into work. And um, then actually uh, there came the Ashes and Android uh, project. And nice, then yeah. there was unsolicited and here we are now. And uh, in between, I had the luck uh, during the pandemic to meet my wonderful uh, family uh, via the apps Mule. Mm -hmm. 
you know, the yeah, karaoke yes, app, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, where we sing. Yeah. And it was like, okay, everybody was at home and we had nothing to do. And so I started to download the app. And I got to say, it's such a great way to practice because I don't have uh, much professional equipment here for doing videos and so on. And I'm such a noob about it. Um, <laughs> so um, I started with with singing with video and if I watch the videos from three or two years ago, I see so much um, development, um, how I sing and how I, I open my mouth. Is my tongue down or not? Um, yeah. Do I use my full singing muscles uh, for the song? And mm. this is great. And I made so many friends around the world. Uh, we are a group of 20, 25 people, really from mm. Brazil to France. And uh, actually, we have planned to someday meet in the middle of, uh, so anybody, wow. uh, everybody can go there and we can meet. This would be really great. And yeah, we became friends. So, and we're checking out on each other via social media every week. And uh, we do the birthday songs for each other. You know, you, you amazing. watch it. And uh, yeah, that's really amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy. Yeah, I, I I really love it. I've I've been very intrigued by that. I never used this app before, Smule, um, but I saw it from yourself and the things that you share, and a few of these other people that are you're <laughs> in this group with, and I've just been very intrigued about exactly what it is. As you say, you know, I kind of got the vibe that it's sort of like a karaoke type app, mm-hmm. and it's clearly somewhat social because sometimes you guys are singing together. Sometimes there's like loads of you singing mm-hmm. together. Sometimes you're doing duets. It's, it's really cool like how, how does it work like a little bit <laughs> just for a yeah little it, bit more it detail. just yeah yeah it works um you can choose a song there are mm. almost every song is there uh, on smule um some aren't there because of copyright i think uh, adele mm. songs or so right okay. some some artists don't want it and um you just choose a song and i if i want to sing okay nightwish um stargazers i open it and i can choose uh, sing the whole song by myself or do it or group and then i choose uh, do it and then i sing um just one half or just one verse and the other one is free to to join and uh, yeah that's how it works and so it is open for one week i think and um, then if you've got the app you can join uh, whenever you want and jump in uh, for the other part and wow, yeah cool. then it's a nice do it and with group song it's the same uh, system so one person is opening the song and chooses a part to pick or to sing and then you can just jump in. And uh, this, this is very cool because we uh, evolved so much as group and um, they are really, really great. And it is so good to know many great singers now because mm-hmm. Florian uh, already said, okay, uh, maybe we could use some of them for a choir for the band for the next album, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is perfect. Uh, so uh, the more, the merrier, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, super cool. So like... So you kind of, you create the song and I guess there's, there's just karaoke versions of every song, like the vocals yes. are removed. Yes. That's pretty, pretty handy. And the biggest, the biggest um, gift for me was when they downloaded an unsolicited song uh, or Florian, oh, wow. uh, Florian sent the, the um, version without a voice uh, to a friend on Smule and they um, sang it all for my birthday and I was just Aww. sobbing and crying like a little child really Aww, it was so the best sweet, gift yeah. ever yes mm-hmm. oh that's that's yeah. amazing yes that's so cool so how like is there like a social element to the app 
where you where you meet those people or do you do that outside of the platform to be like who wants to do that on the song no it's just like uh in lovanaverse we have a discord channel and oh, cool. um there is a lot of going on uh, we have so many threads and so many uh things to discuss uh really and uh yes oh, nice. this is mm-hmm. so it, that's like is it like a discord for the smule app or like no it's just uh, we just built it for our community we just it was uh one person after another just i met i think the first girl uh who joined me in a nightwish song was annie from finland of course finland nightwish nice, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh there came many people uh after and after and joined my songs and uh, they were like oh wow you sing nightwish and you sound like taya of course <laughs> so and um yeah, and uh, so we came together, and um, w- then in, in pandemic times, we were like, okay, let's just uh, make a group on Discord so we can discuss the songs, which songs we want to play or sing, and um, just what what uh, is going on this week. Uh, are you okay? Uh, what is what is important for you this week? And yeah, this is really beautiful. Oh, yeah, so yeah. music, so we can yeah. say the old saying, the old quote, which is quite yeah cheesy, but music connects people. <laughs> Here yeah. we have it again. <laughs> no, I mean that's perfect. That's as you said. That's what it's that's what it's all about, really. Yes. You know, um, like creating music is is us being able to express that sort of connection, and then that music we create goes out, and people listen to that and are able to get a sense of connection out of it. Like, yeah. yes, it's it's. You know, in, in the essence, like cliches are cliches for a reason, you know? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> nice. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I I, definitely got a really good vibe about what, what you guys are doing with that community. Um, I, I, I feel like I, well, yeah, I must have seen that when, when, you know, around about the time I first came across you. And then I was like, oh, wow, that's mm-hmm. cool that there's like a social group here. And then I, I followed a bunch of people that were there because I was like, okay, I like, I like this person. And, and that person, yeah. Yes, and and we also uh, have a name, um, uh, actually, because um, it is a name uh, of an old song from my first band, Sudden Suicide. Uh, it's, oh, wow. uh, the lyrics I wrote, It the song name was Fanta Symphony, and uh, our wow. group is the Fanta Symphonies. So uh, I'm very Amazing proud of this. Name. <laughs> Amazing name. So you're like the founder of this group, would you say? Yeah, one of them. Yeah, one of them with two or three other girls, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And so everybody that's come in, like they've been sort of personally invited by somebody in the group. Yes, yes, yes. When uh, there is a person who joins us very often um, to the songs and um, we're not doing like a casting or so, uh, but the people are quite uh, good singers we have in our group. And um, yeah, then when they join more often, we got to just ask them, okay, do you want to join our group and just be a part of our birthday songs and so on? And uh, yeah, and sometimes we also have the request uh, from uh, from the people themselves that they ask, okay, I, I love what you what you guys are doing for each other. Um, can I just join? And of course, they can yeah. join. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Oh, nice. So William, if you want to, if you want to download the app, uh, you can <laughs> join us every yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, I, you know, I, I certainly, um, you know, I just love the ethos. Of, as, as you know, I'm all about that music community kind of thing. So, yeah, I think that's really cool. It's, it's always great to just have that sense of community and yeah. other people that are into these things and you can kind of share what you do together. And also that it's so accessible, as you say, you don't really need any, like, I see that you're literally singing in, in your uh, 
in your earbuds. Yeah, just right? in my yeah yeah, and uh, it's really good quality. Um, the iPhone ear are really good uh, they make a really good sound yeah i can't complain <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so literally anybody can do this better they just like download the app and yes and like yeah. yes so really cool yeah really cool that yeah. something like and that you is. know the practices the practice has got so much more sense when you've got um, the community to share and uh, when you can record a video and mm-hmm. then you can see what you're doing wrong or what you're doing right it's so much more fun yeah than just yeah, singing yeah. for myself yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just yeah, as you say, it gives you it gives you more incentive to practice and make yourself better, and you're doing it sort of with peers, and yeah, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, Re- really cool. Um, do you guys have a page, or have you considered making a page where you keep like your group? No, we haven't well? got yet. We just um, have our Discord group. Uh, actually, some of our people maybe find the time to to do like a YouTube page or so um or 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 a social media instagram page also for the fantasy symphonies yes it would be a great idea but um i guess i wouldn't have the time at the moment because i'm so um fulfilled with the band and uh yeah and there will be another project coming for me um which i am not allowed to talk about that much um but um yeah maybe it will be a little bit black metal uh, also and combined with opera singing but yeah wow um it will be exciting but i think it will be uh, only next year or so yeah that's exciting well thank you for the little <laughs> uh teaser Sneak peek, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned <laughs> yeah nice yeah and i mean you mentioned i think it was before we started recording but you mentioned about um like watching the podcast with Etvas and stuff. And I know you were speaking with Victoria. So they've got that kind of operatic soprano slash black metal thing yes. going on as well. Yeah, yeah that's cool. awesome. Yeah, I really like this. Yeah. And as as I told you, uh, my first CD was Agassadamon. So I always have this little black metal touch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, w- I wanted to double check about that actually as well. Like, was. Was that like your entrance to metal or you were already listening to metal at that point? Or? Uh, no, I was um, into rock or into rock and roll before actually the first uh, or my, my favorite band when I was a child was Roxette and, nice. um, from Sweden. And uh, I loved the songs and I loved uh, Marie's voice because it was very similar to my voice and mm. uh, easy for me to sing. And I always wanted to be like her because she was so badass and uh-huh. um, beautiful, but uh, intelligent and um yeah it was my favorite band uh, over years uh and um then i switched to bon jovi one time um i listened to bon jovi bon jovi quite quite uh, some years and i think then my dad got me a cd one time which was just a sampler and was called route 66 and there were just um all the famous classic rock and roll or rock songs on it. And uh, I guess this was more kind of my entry to to right. rock or metal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I suppose that's way in the older stuff, you kind yeah. of get that yeah. hard rock slash. Heavy yeah, yeah. Metal so it was a really crossover. nice little steps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. And then, and then into black metal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Gothic uh, time was before the hymn. The, yeah, the Villavalo okay. fangirl. <laughs> so that was before the that was kind of the gateway into the heavier stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. I, 
I mean, I was a huge fan of him as well. Like when I was a teenager, when I was like 14, I would say around that 13, 14, I was obsessed with him. You know, yeah, I, they I are great. And, and, uh, I think the stuff is still, still really great. Um, what Villa is doing now. And mm. um, I also liked uh, 69 eyes to that time yeah, um, right. because the sound is always so 80s, you know, and mm. this is cool. Yeah, I like this. So what, what I really liked about that is, you know, I mean, you talk about this kind of goth effect and you know i think that probably uh probably lots of us <laughs> us can relate to that maybe not everyone but i i have something like that and um but what i found is like at that time there was all of this emo stuff was really popular right bands like i don't know my chemical romance and you know yeah. various things like that and for me personally i really wasn't into this music and i think the main thing is why i loved like him is that like i i much it resonated with me much more this kind of deeper, you know, uh, kind of lower toned voice was something much yeah. more relatable to me than the kind of whiny emo voice, you know? I can totally agree. I didn't like um, all the Linkin Park stuff. Um, I mean, mm -hmm. rest in peace, Chester, but I didn't like his voice. Yeah. It was too I think too that he's high. a great vocalist, but yeah, but I know what you mean. Yeah. No question but about this, but I just personally, I don't like these high tunes and um, mm -hmm. I, I couldn't stand it for too long. And so, mm -hmm. so yeah, for me, it's also the lower uh, tunes, just like typo negative. Um, and uh, in our yeah, band, we all... That was the next one I'd go to. Yeah, we, we all love typo negative in our band and we uh, recently yeah, covered um, Love You to Death in the band rehearsal room. Yeah, we really like it. <laughs> oh, in the rehearsal room. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking, where is this? How did I not see that? <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe yeah, we, we, cool. we, we considered to do uh, maybe an Insta Live or uh, an Insta Live session, um, yeah. one of the next band rehearsals where we could play this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming you're not singing it in that octave though <laughs> no <laughs> but the boys the boys make a nice choir and uh yeah i cool. i mean i sang the the hymn songs um in that lower voice because i i, I mean i am a mezzo soprano and i can sing the the lower notes very well um nice. easier easier for me than the very high notes so um all the girls mm. in our smule group are always very high and i'm sometimes very jealous of it but they mm. are always okay judy can sing the the lower notes so perfect nice. <laughs> and i can sustain them and but you know it's you always want to have this what you can have or what you don't have of course i think it's normal <laughs> uh -huh. yeah yeah of, of course yeah, so yeah, I, that, I was thinking that when you were saying about the acoustic sets and things like that, like, so you haven't got anything published yet with that, but yeah, that would be cool to see for sure. With acoustic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we, I think we had uh, one video on social media when we played Glowing Fairy Tales acoustic, I think. I think okay. it is uploaded, yes, yeah, so you can check it. But I mean, the difference is not so big to the normal version because it's uh very soft yes. at all so so maybe mm. you you don't hear the the big difference to acoustic to normal version yeah <laughs> yeah cool yeah nice. we are such such softies <laughs> Soft yeah <metal. laughs> yeah it's nice it's nice I, I i like that in a way i think um to some degree it makes it more unique as well like when it um you have like this very kind of melodic metal you know, yes, and you know, we cool. many people who aren't into metal uh, like us, just like uh, yeah, I bet. 
uh, also the older people or so <laughs> just like our parents and so on they they really like it because uh-huh. uh, yeah they can uh, listen easily and oh this is this is metal it doesn't sound that hard yeah right <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's nice yeah. so yeah 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 for sure nice yeah but, but potentially something more uh edgy coming with uh, <laughs> if you're dabbling in black metal so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes yes, cool. yes. <laughs> nice. yeah I, I wanna i wanna um left out my dark side so uh it wants to, to be out yeah <laughs> amazing cool nice so yeah so um but you know that's uh it's absolutely wonderful like um i'm fascinated by by all of this uh, it sounds like on your on your on your musicality, musical theater was really big for you. Like the Disney movies, Phantom of the Opera, you said in particular, um, which is yeah an absolute masterpiece. Like for me, that's one of my favorite pieces of work as well. Uh, you be- you mentioned about seeing it a lot. Do they have like a production in Germany? Or? Um, Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, do they have like a production in the theater? Of, uh, um, I think the not at the moment. I think it uh, has been the last years in Hamburg, but I mm. think it ran out because there is frozen now. <laughs> Elsa is everywhere. Nice, yes. <laughs> the yeah, Phantom sure. had to go get your ass out here because frozen is coming. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, Phantom's still still on the West End, I believe it is, which is like, I think it's the longest running musical of all time. Um, yeah, I, I saw her a bunch of times in the West End. Like, I just think that that's uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber is, is like incredible. He has many yes. hits like that. But like, when I listen to Phantom, it always blows me away because it's like every song is massive. <laughs> you know, yes. like the melodies. Like, I just think Andrew Lloyd Webber is, you know, one of the best melody writers that's yes. ever lived. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I agree. But there are also many other, um, Composers like uh, Howard Shore, Danny Elfman, Hans yeah, Zimmer, right. which I saw recently. So soundtrack composers. The master. I yeah. saw. Uh, I saw. Yeah, you were at the concert. Of yeah, it was right? just mind blowing. It was yeah. so amazing the whole evening, and uh, the whole crew was so amazing. Really, it was perfect evening. Yes, um, yeah. they played I mean, so long and so many good songs. <laughs> it's such an epic show, right? I mean, I, I haven't seen it, but like I've I've seen it online. You know, for the years they just make such a grand performance out and there's so many yeah. star performers there like Tina Guo and Guthrie yeah. Govan and you know just like all the best people in in these yes yes and I, I I have seen Tina Guo before because she was playing with Sabaton uh, some uh, gigs oh yeah and yeah, yeah, uh, they they played I think she was joining uh, in the song Swedish Pagans and uh, that was Enough. awesome seeing her and she was like wow uh really great performer and sexy and uh, playing so well and mm-hmm. yeah she was she was awesome and uh, so i knew her before and yeah. i was happy uh, when i discovered that she plays with hans zimmer so yeah, that was kind of yeah. cool and but yeah many many great composers and i really got to say this is a big big inspiration for me i love uh, listening to uh, scores to soundtracks um, of movies and um I think my favorite is still and will ever be Danny Elfman's Alice in Wonderland score. Um, oh, nice. I think I have listened to the to the the main theme like two hundred times. <laughs> you know, oh. if if I like a song, I just have it in repeat on repeat. <laughs> and, yeah, that's amazing. Um, yeah. and I don't know if 
it gives so much to me and I, I am really, my body is really reacting on songs and I've always having such goosebumps listening to the song. And um, I just listened this week to the second score for, from Alice Through the Looking Glass mm. um, by Danny Elfman. And there is the same main theme uh, on the album, but it has developed so much. He made just perfectly the twist or the the development which Alice did from a little child, from yes, being naive yeah. and uh, to um, to an adult and to uh, such a determined lady. And I hear or I can hear it in his composing and in his sound. And um, mm. I don't know if anybody out there can relate, but um, this is so much for me, um, what mm. I always find in these composings and in these songs and uh yeah thank you danny elfman uh you're such a genius <laughs> yes yeah i'm uh wow i i completely second um second you i mean i'm a huge fan of danny elfman like he is absolutely phenomenal um i i am familiar with uh the soundtrack of alice in wonderland and through the looking glass mm -hmm. um but i they're not the ones that i've listened to the most by by far i, I feel like they might not be his most famous but now you mentioned it i'm definitely gonna listen to the more yeah certainly yeah. like edward scissorhands yeah of course i've listened to you know so much yeah and, uh, charlie and the chocolate uh, uh, factory yeah, and so yeah, yeah. It's, well yeah just he's just such an incredible musician but this this um this thing about just thematic composing for me that's the coolest thing like yes in the world maybe <laughs> you know that's like one yes. of my absolute favorite things um you know and and that's that's why like I personally got into composing so much as well. Yes. I, I like songs and bands, but, you know, the thing of creating a universe is that, like, when I'm writing music, there is always recurring themes that pop up all the way through yeah. different artists because they're, they're, like, pointing to different things in a story. And as you say, like, the development of the character and how they've matured. For me, this is just, like, it's, a, it, it's another level of creativity that I just find deeply fascinating. Yes, and I'm fascinated by every person who is able to do this and uh, also what you are doing with uh, La Bonarchy and uh, La Bonaverse, all the songs you, you created and all the stuff. This is such great work and this is amazing. I really, Thank really you. admire it. Yes. Um. <laughs> I've, I've, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, but what I'm kind of especially intrigued that you are so into this and soundtracks and such as a vocalist because you know if if if, if um singing is your sort of primary thing um but you're very interested in essentially mostly instrumental music mm -hmm. and thematic composing and things like that so um that's really cool like what why is that do you think and and you clearly must have somewhat of a musical mind beyond just singing as well Yes, I don't know exactly. I um, but maybe um, if there are no vocals, there is space for you to let the mind wander and just listen closely to the instruments. And what mm. uh, I mean, the instruments are voices too. And uh, what does the instrument want to tell you now? And um, actually, the instrument also tell a story. Not only vocals can do. And uh, if you mm -hmm. can can do this as a composer i mean this is just um perfect perfect mm -hmm. work and amazing and um so i 
really prefer listening to music very often where nobody's singing or nobody's talking because, because at my work, um, I'm listening to, you know, patients all the day and doctors and I have so many voices around me that it's mm -hmm. kind of soothing for me not to, to listen to singing. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Cool. So do you find, you find that like purely from a sort of, um, enjoyment standpoint then, I suppose that mm -hmm. you can enjoy, um, instrumental music and soundtrack yes. type music um yes. have you ever been tempted or, or do you do you play instruments or anything at all as well um no i really only sing but i bought myself a keyboard last christmas uh, nice. because i want to learn uh just to to practice for my singing you know mm -hmm. for my warm-ups it is better and i just started uh Really, the the most beginner practices with only the small chords and so on, <laughs> and I'm really bad. And but I'm also very, very. Um, I'm such a bad student, <laughs> and I don't really find much time to practice the piano because I always mm -hmm. think my voice is more important and it's much more fun to me. And mm -hmm. um, but I started. Um, sometimes I have some melodies in mind and. Then I just started, you know, play and just let yourself um, lead over the the keyboard and just just play around. And I've got some songs in my mind, two songs where I wrote some some poetry or some lyric for it. Mm -hmm. But um, I guess I need some musicians to complete it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, cool. But it's still still on my list, you know. It's it's not lost. <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, yeah, that that that's um, yeah, re really cool. I mean, it makes makes sense as a as a kind of skill to build up in your arsenal. But mm -hmm. I guess for the most point, you musically you're very focused on the singing, and I yeah. guess if you can start to reinforce that, then cool. Um, but it's interesting to know that just from sort of listening preferences, you like to listen to a lot of soundtracks and yes, um, these composers. That's yeah, very cool indeed. Yes. Yeah, and. Obviously, like poetry with lyrics and stuff is a big part of what you do. Um, and I, and as well, like something that really stands out about you, like well, at least on your social media and stuff, is these images you have with like the angel wings and, and everything. These are really incredible. Like what, what's the story with those? Thank you so much. Um, I would... Yeah, I, I was talking to, to Gustav uh, from Mindustry some, some weeks nice. ago and he was really keen on, on all the angels thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it makes me happy, but uh, actually I see myself more um, as the flower fairy with a dark twist, you know. <laughs> but nice. um, I am such a, I'm such a dreamer and I like cosplay and uh, I like all the wild romanticism and uh, I found such a great photographer who uh, realizes these photo, photo shootings. Mm -hmm. And so I went there last year and she has all the great props and with wings and all the costumes. Wow. And um, yeah, so I jumped into into the lake. <laughs> we took <laughs> pictures, but it was 30 degrees outside. So it was a perfect day to jump oh. into the lake. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I love... Uh, things like this. And I was always this dreamer and uh, always into fantastic things, you know, and uh -huh. just like my, my artist name, uh, Neve Goldenhair. Yes. Um, yeah. Many say Niam, but it's Neve because uh -huh. it's an Irish name. It's mm -hmm. an Irish name because I have this uh, connection to Ireland because my sister is living there. 
Nice. And um, I really love mythology, all the mythology stuff, and especially uh, the Irish mythology. And uh, this name came came up one day um, when we were playing role play game to that time. <clears throat> nice. And um, yeah, and uh, actually, I like the 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 story about the Neve Golden Hair name in the Irish mythology because it's actually Neve of the Golden Hair and mm -hmm. it is an otherworldly woman who uh, falls in love with um, a mortal man. Uh, it is Oshin, the uh, poet king, and um, she rides with him to uh, Tirnanark, which is known as the land of eternal youth. Mm -hmm. And um, there they are living, I think, for... 300 years or so and then she's missing uh, he is missing his home and um but he's enchanted so when he goes back and touches the ground he will grow old again and they can't see anymore mm -hmm. and but she says okay you miss your family go back to them and then he goes back he travels back to ireland and then he sees his father who is has grown so much older and is now an old man and then i think he is asked to help to to roll a stone or to to carry something or so and i think he falls off the back of the horse and then he touches the ground and then he grows old immediately and he can't return to turn an arc and so neve is heartbroken yeah and this um, is the story but i like it very much <laughs> uh-huh yeah amazing yeah yeah all, all of this um mythology is just such a wonderful uh yeah. wonderful thing these these stories that are so kind of built into our core you know it's always amazing yeah there's hear. so much so much stuff and so it's so rich uh, to to write about there is always something you find any story um any name any god or yeah mm -hmm. so much to write <laughs> do you use this name for the bands Neve Golden Hair. Um, or, no, or... I actually use it for myself for um, mm. for pictures or on um, Smule, um, and mm -hmm. because I mean unsolicited. I mean I play a role as a singer, yeah, mm. uh, but um, it's just like like a gimmick. It's okay uh, that my real name is uh, written there everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Cool. Yeah, but but many people also in our Smule group call me Neve, so this is okay. I nice, react to those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah, um, it's it's nice. It suits you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, nice. So, uh, yeah, nice music and you know characters and stories and everything. You know, the the dreaming uh, mind. Uh, that's, that's wonderful. I can definitely relate. <laughs> Have, yeah, I guess it's something <laughs> that that combines us all or uh, brings yeah. us all together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Is there is there anything else in particular that you're uh, especially into? You know, outside of music and whatnot. Uh, yes, I love being out in nature and I uh, love hiking. Really. Nice. And um, I mean, I was born in Bavaria, and so I was always close to the mountains. You know, and. I love the sea and the ocean, but I have to go back at least once a year to the mountains. Nice. And so I will drive to to the mountains uh, in September or so, I think, um, to visit my relatives and also go hiking. Um, nice, because cool. it's nice because when you're upstairs, up in the mountains, you just have a nice view over the things and you just feel so small um, in front of the big mountains and the nature. And that makes you humble. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah, that sense of perspective. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. it's good. You can kind of be in the moment more and yeah. breathe in the fresh air. <laughs> yes, and it's like meditation for me. You know, I have to move. I'm always such a squirrel, and uh, <laughs> I, I need to move. And um, if the hike is a bit, little bit more difficult, it's better because you have to focus on the way. And mm -hmm. this is great. Yeah. Oh, and I don't amazing. know, um, we also do, uh, I don't know if you know, geocaching. So that again, geocaching. Yeah, geocaching. Geocaching is like mm -hmm. a treasure hunt which, with GPS in nature. Wow. So you have the GPS data and uh, there is a treasure hidden or it's not a treasure, it's mostly a box with a little lockbook. And uh, then you can find it uh, via GPS and uh, it is all around the world uh, and there is an app too and uh, then you can just check okay um he, we are here is here any geocache around us and yes they are <laughs> wow that's that sounds fun yeah nice and so you go like hunting for these things <laughs> so yeah 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 this is uh, actually a reason for my husband to go out <laughs> so <laughs> i have to motivate him <laughs> nice turn it into a game <laughs> yeah cool. yeah just like pokemon or so <laughs> yeah 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 mm. of course yeah oh yeah sounds fun Cool. Yeah, nice. Well, I mean, um, the time is absolutely fine, Pass. I've uh, I've I've already had quite a lot of your time, um, so I really appreciate that. Uh, like, I suppose it'd be a good time to wrap up. But before we do, is there is there anything else that you would like to get in there? Um, I think um, I just want to thank you for the opportunity, really. Uh, to be here surrounded by such great musicians really really um and yeah thank you so much for inviting and uh, for for pushing me and the band and giving us a chance just to grow and uh, yeah i think um that's it <laughs> cool. well, nothing more you. to add <laughs> i i really enjoyed it <laughs> fantastic me, me too it's been it's been an absolute pleasure so thank you so much for joining me and i look forward to doing it again sometime yeah thank you so much have a wonderful weekend and yeah see you around <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of creating the universe a special thank you to judith for joining me i really enjoyed our conversation sure to check out Judith on social media at Neve Goldenhair and her band at unsolicited.de. Links will be in the show notes. That's all for this one. I'll see you next time.